0: Hello everybody, I'm back. (laughs) Um, This episode is going to be a little bit more chill. Let me know what kind of topics you want to hear from or something that I probably said in the past that you want me to explain more. I know I gloss over a lot of things, but I kind of just wanted to talk about some things that have changed in my life because I feel like the person I was before is dramatically different than the person I am now. Um, definitely way different. So if you're ready for a little chillin' update, go ahead and stick listening. (laughs) So one of the new things in my life that has honestly added more positive value um, is that I moved. I used to live in the city, like in the city. I used to live in an apartment building And I feel like that's one of the things that might have caused me a little bit of stress was that I didn't have really like anywhere to walk outside. You'd have to go five flights upstairs down to even get to some kind of grassy area. And we were in the middle of downtown. So there were a lot of businesses, a lot of stores, a lot of shops. So if you did want to go outside, it was mostly for like shopping and stuff. And I I love shopping. I mean, we lived right next to a Target. So, anxiety shopping, done, check. Emotional eating, because we had a bar right outside of our apartment, done, check. Like, I was so (laughs) wrapped around things that are probably not as healthy for someone going through the kind of experience I was going through last year. And we were in a one-bedroom apartment that's not a lot of space. Yes, it's a good amount of space to have a life, but I felt so trapped. And we moved this year. And it was more like a we need to lower our rent because it's a little too high. And I really spent like a month and a half driving everywhere checking All of these places comparing prices, comparing appliances, (laughs) layouts, neighborhoods, all this kind of stuff. Um, And we eventually found the place that we're in now and I really like it. Um, I might ask my boyfriend to kind of comment too and provide his opinion, but I really like it because it's a two bedroom apartment. So we have a lot of space and it's all on a first floor and there's grass i have an outdoor little terrace patio thing going on we overlook the lake which is super pretty and when you go walking outside like there's actual like neighborhoods and trees and families and kids playing and i I just felt like wow this is a quality of life that I could have never imagined for myself without spending a ton of money. And guess what? It was cheaper than the one we had last year. Like, we were overpaying for this one bedroom apartment. And like, it's reasonable. We were downtown, so like, duh, it's gonna cost a lot of money. But, since moving here, I just feel so much more at peace. Like, I can take neighborhood walks, around, I can see grass, there's fresh air, and there's not a lot of noise, which is something I hated living downtown, is that there's constant just noise, and it's like city noise, you know? It doesn't have to be a bunch of people screaming. It could just be just a bunch of cars and businesses and construction, ugh, but now it's so nice. It's nice and quiet in the mornings. And there's actually, you know what's really cute? There's a little family of ducks that like hatched their little ducklings and they like swim all the time and they come to everybody's back door for food. I think it's so cute. Um and that's honestly it's made me so much more happier. I don't know, if you're thinking that your environment is really messing with your mental health, definitely move. Feel like You could probably find, if you put in the time to research, a much better area, a much better place, better living conditions for a lot less, depending on where you live. But that's something I just... We forget the simple things. I needed grass. <laughs> I needed to be outside more. And living downtown, honestly... It's just too much hustle and bustle. I need a little bit more suburban kind of vibes. So that really helped me. And I'm really glad we made the change. And yeah, it's been great so far here. And another thing that has dramatically improved my life 100% is I got a Kitty. And I I feel like I gotta tell the story of this because it's just so cute. Like it was honestly, if you believe in the big man upstairs or any kind of spiritual kind of feeling or divination, like any kind of like that, I felt like this cat was literally given to me (laughs) by some beautiful force out in the universe. Like I was just having a really tough day and it was actually in the morning I just finished a workout, as you could tell, already a difficult day. <laughs> I don't necessarily enjoy to workout, but I was doing this because I wanted to better my health. And I just thought, you know what? I know I just finished working out, but I'm doing so good today. Let's keep this vibe going. Um, I'm gonna do way more. I'm gonna put in hundred percent and go take a morning walk. And like in my head, I'm like, all right, put on your shoes. Let's go out. We're sweaty, but if we're just gonna chill. It's gonna be nice. And then I opened the door, and like right outside my apartment door, um, our apartments are all on the first floor. So it kind of looks like a bunch of little houses. Um, and right outside of our apartment is the parking lot. Um, and obviously, other people's cars are parked there. But underneath my neighbor's car, was the cutest little kitty and she was you can tell very skinny very tiny she needed help she was panting it was super hot out there that morning and I just saw her there and she was so scared but couldn't move and I thought maybe she's hurt um I quickly ran in I made sure she wouldn't move, somehow communicating with my eyes, like telling her, it's going to be okay. (laughs) I ran in, got some water in a little bowl, and I took it out there, and I tried to put it close to her, but she kind of flinched and tried to run away, and so I quickly set it down, walked back to my door, and made sure that she could see that I'm going far away, and she kind of came and sniffed the water, and I thought, oh my God. I have shrimp in my freezer. So I went, I tried to get some shrimp. It was kind of frozen. So I'm like, "Ugh, let me get pieces of ham, something to just give her for food. But she was already interested in the water. So then I was like, okay, it's morning time. I was going for a jog. Obviously I have to save this baby. My boyfriend is sleeping. I don't want to wake him up. How do I, how do I do this? So (laughs) I opened my door And I kind of just took the bowl each time and took a step back. And she would follow, trying to follow me. And then I eventually somehow got her in my apartment. And I shut the door so fast. That is when she freaked out, started running to the door, crying. And I was like, oh my God. My boyfriend's going to wake up. He's going to hear this. And... I didn't even know if she was a stray. I thought maybe somebody had her and lost her. Like I thought she was a lost kitten or something. And so she eventually calmed down once I figured out how to give her some food. I I de-freezed the shrimp, um, put a little plate for her. She really didn't like that. I tried to give her some chicken. She didn't like that either. So I was like really at a loss. But she was so cute. She eventually realized that I was just trying to help her. And I was giving her cuddles and petting her. And she was just cuddling up next to me. And I was like, oh my god, is this my cat? Is this how you get a cat? (laughs) And then my boyfriend woke up. And then we kind of had a serious talk about how to not let stray animals into our apartment without the other person knowing first. But long story short, she's our cat now. Her name is Lulu and she's currently in her cat tree, just napping away like a little princess. Um, Oh yeah, I went all out on Petco that day that I got her, but she has made me the happiest person ever it's, it's, kind of like strange. You would think like another responsibility, like I'm already stressed. I can't take care of myself. Why would I ever even imagine taking care of another being? But it, you really don't think of it like that. I, I think of her as my child, like she's the reason why, okay, I got to wake up, got to give her food. Okay. got to clean her litter box should clean around so she doesn't get into stuff. You know, she needs to be bathed, she might have fleas, gotta take care. It's just like another way of caring for myself through her. And so, I'm not saying everybody should get a pet, but if you're in the position to do so and can really take care of an animal um, and give it the love that they need, hey, it's an option. It definitely made me feel better. Um, And that's definitely one of the most positive things that has happened to me and (laughs) one of the other things that i did this year which we already know this year is like trash we can we can throw it we can return it back to the store it didn't work (laughs) it's malfunctioned this year we gotta return it we just this year doesn't count okay this pandemic has truly mixed everybody up And not just that, the politics happening this year. It's just like, what else could go wrong, you know? You know? And what else would anybody do in quarantine? You know, working from home, just getting back from the hospital, and recovering mentally, and just trying to figure ourselves out, trying to be healthy, and... One of the thoughts that just popped into my head was like, I've always wanted to shave my head. When is going to be the time when I could do like bold things like that? Like, you know, I've never gotten any other part of my body tattooed or pierced. I've never done a crazy hair color. Like what is something that I'm probably missing out that could be a good experience for me? Oh, yeah. Stuck at home, nobody's gonna see me. Let me go ahead and shave my head. And okay, growing up Hispanic, growing up, hold up, growing up Dominican with hair like mine, you're asking, you're just asking for a lot, okay? I have what you can call pelo malo, which is bad hair <laughs> in Spanish. And bad hair needs to be tamed. So as a kid, I went through years of relaxers, perms, all types of treatments, trying to brush my hair out, comb it, trying to tackle it. Oh my gosh, I would cry sitting in the bathroom floor because my hair wasn't perfect. Like it was one of those things that it was the biggest insecurity that I had as a kid, my hair and my nose, but my hair. So fast forward college, I have a little bit more freedom, can buy my own products, got a straightener. And for the next four years, basically wore my hair straight because I didn't like the fact that my hair was a little bit more, uh, quote unquote nappier than other kids. Like I not only have curly hair, I have nappy hair. Um, it's not Coily, but it's just—it's just I—I it's just, I can't d- use any other word but to describe. It's so thick, and does its own thing. Like it doesn't—it's not just wavy. It's also curly. Sometimes coily, sometimes just frizzy. Especially the hairs on my forehead and the hairs in the back of my head—they're completely different. Um, so I would straighten it because I just didn't want to deal with figuring out my hair. And then the last year of my college experience I thought let me go natural you know and usually when you do the natural movement you like do the big chop and you shave your head off to regrow your hair honey I was not about to do that I was about to embark on a whole new career I was about to graduate take graduation pictures I did not want to put up with that and then possibly spending the next year and a half trying to grow it back to a Somewhat normal length. So I never did the big chop, but I did go natural. I did stop the heat products and then realized my hair is just untamable. My hair is just pelo malo, bad hair. And then fast forward to this pandemic, sitting at home, nothing to do, nobody's gonna see me. I quit my job, changed to a new job, nobody knows me there. I'm going through this whole mental journey, like mental health journey. Who cares? You know, if I'm really going to love myself, I got to love myself despite it all. So I cut it off. I shaved my head. And yeah, I I filmed it live (laughs) because I don't know. I just, I wanted to document that. That's a huge thing, shaving your head. And like the first few months that I shaved my head, I was so happy. I was ecstatic. Because it was something so completely different than what I had been accustomed to. And I did it. And then, I, you know, some weird things happened where I got migraines. And the kind of fun disappeared when I realized I can't really style my hair. I kind of just have to let it go. And then when it became a little bit longer that I could style, that's when I started to realize parts of your head grow hair in very different patterns. So if you ever notice why your hair has like different textures, that's because parts of your head literally grow hair in different directions. And I had to learn that. The rough, right? <laughs> I didn't, I couldn't brush my hair because half of my head would go one way and the other would go the other way. So I got into using gel and hairspray a lot. Um, ooh, One of the things I loved about shaving my head was washing, like showering. I saved so much time getting ready in the morning when you when you don't have any hair. Like, it's amazing. Guys, have it good, man. Um, but now it's out of like a, let's see, I have about maybe two inches, maybe like an inch and a half of growth since I shaved it. And I think it's been four months since I've shaved it. So I think it's growing pretty fast. I have not tried any heating or any kind of damaging to my hair. I haven't dyed it or anything like that. So it's growing pretty healthy. The only thing that I realized about my hair type is that it needs a lot of moisture. So if you are Dominican and probably are in between like Afro texture hair and just normal wavy hair, if you're in between that, you're not really coily, but you're curly, just know that your hair needs a lot of moisture. And it's probably not wise to shower with very hot, scalding water. Just a little tidbit, and also castor oil really helps. Ooh, cinnamon masks. Make a hair mask out of your conditioner and cinnamon. And tell me that your hair is not super soft after that. It's amazing. But yeah, shaving my head was like the proudest moment I've ever had because I felt liberated. And especially as women, we're told in society that we have to follow this structure, bullshit. Shave your head if you want to. Who gives a fuck? Tattoo your body, pierce your body, who cares? Honestly, as long as you love it and you wanna do it, do it. I disappointed a lot of people by shaving my head. And then I also encouraged a lot of other people. And it doesn't look that bad. I can still put on makeup and look semi-decent. However, there are stages where your hair is just going to be, I call it the broccoli hairdo, you're just going to look like an old lady sometimes. That's okay too. You'll figure it out. (laughs) So this podcast is way more chill than I thought it'd be. It's just kind of reiterating some points in my life that have changed and how they have changed for the better and just giving you a little bit more context But honestly, I'm in a really great headspace. The person I was a year ago was just so stressed. And like the whole fact that I can make a whole podcast about the positive things that have happened to my life. And these are not just little. These are big, huge changes we're talking about. Things that bring a lot of stress. And the fact that I can talk about them with a smile, giggling, and laughing and being so positive about it just lets me know that I am not the girl I was a year ago and that's a good thing. And if you're struggling right now, just listening to my story, wondering when is that gonna happen for me, I promise you, it sucks. You have to work through through it. Like it it just is what it is and First of all, you need to get help. You need to have a good support system. And I'm not just talking about family. I'm talking about therapists, psychiatrists. Have a whole team there for you who can figure out how to help you. Even if you're not suffering, it's always good to have a therapist. I think it's great having somebody you can talk to and vent to that's not always going to be your boyfriend, girlfriend, or whatever partner or friends that you have like it's good to have somebody who's completely out of your life who you can talk to and truly vent to so get a therapist even if you're okay and don't be afraid to feel not okay but I swear it's so it's so upsetting when you're in it when somebody tells you this oh just stick through it you'll see In a year from now, in two years, you'll look back and you'll just laugh. Like, honestly, do I look back and laugh at the things that have happened to me? No. But do I look back and I'm grateful that I have continued? Hell yeah. So, I promise you, don't give up on yourself, okay? Especially if you wouldn't give up on one of your bestest friends. Don't give up on the person that has been there since day one, Okay? So, if this has taught you anything, (laughs) I hope you take this one thing. Just keep going. Keep going at it. No matter what happens, whatever big changes happen, you can do this and you're not alone. And that's it. Love you guys. Hope you enjoyed just listening to me talk about my life. (laughs) If you want to know anything else, or you know, you can always send me a message. Uh, Check out the Anchor app. That's A-N-C-H-O-R. And you can make your own account too. And just leave me a voice message. I really love the function where you can talk to people on here. So, yep. Love you guys. Bye.